This is the show where we pair the perfect beverage with the events in our lives. This is Let's, Let's Drink, Drink About it. it. Joining us this week is comedian, writer, face melter, destroyer of guitars, the pride yes. of Cleveland, the host of the goddamn <laughs> Dave Hill Show, can you believe Benjamin it? Benjamin Harrison. It's me. It's, it's, it's me, right? Can you believe it? It's goddamn Dave Hill. Oh, it's Dave Hill. I can't believe it's Dave it. Hill. Dave Hill. Dave Hill's with us. I'm glad that the Pride of Cleveland uh, tag is spreading. Yep. I got, it, just I, try- got, I got it from you, so. Well, I'm just trying to will it into a, it's a ridiculous thing to say. <laughs> yeah. Do you, you have know, the keys to the city yet? Drew Carey is the Pride of Cleveland. Oh, I didn't know he was but, from um, there. There's other people. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna keep saying it until it becomes true. Yep, repeat the lie until it becomes truth. I think that's yeah. It's, fu- it's funny how much you can make true by doing that. <laughs> yeah, in my experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As as far as everybody in these two rooms is concerned, I would say it's already true. I mean, yeah, you've succeeded at least. I only needed to hear Dave say it once for me to believe it. So yeah, there you go. How's your week going, Chris? Uh, yeah, pretty good. I uh, I uh, got back to uh, visit my family, which has been, I guess, a few weeks now, maybe like a month or so, six weeks or something. Uh, and uh, I got to take my nephew to the park, which was, uh, he's four years old now, so it's amazing. It's like a really good time and uh so he's That's riding prime park yeah it's uh, it's amazing prime park years <laughs> yeah it's it, to see this kid interact with other kids like he's riding into the the park he's sort of rounds off the street into the park the blacktop and and he passes two kids that are like 10 and 12 years old or eight or 10 or something like that older anyway <clears throat> and i don't know he must have acknowledged them somehow and they yell out hey alex and i'm like how does this four-year-old kid have 10-year-old friends He's so famous. He's so famous in his neighborhood. And, uh, you know, so he gets to the park and, and he rides past adults and he's just screaming at the top of his lungs. <laughs> he's, he's just like, like just all the way into the park. And uh, the, the adults are just coming back laughing. And, you know, he he's, doesn't care who hears him. And uh, uh, it was amazing. I was watching to- somebody take their dog uh, out of their apartment today. Uh-huh. And the dog was like barking down the six steps from their stoop to the sidewalk because the dog was so excited to be going outside. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like you see dogs do stuff like that all the time. And you're like, yeah. just, man, like I wish anything made me feel like that. <laughs> but I, I guess at one point in life, it th- th- like that going outside is like its own reward. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Now there's just, you know, coming. Yeah, and stuff. <laughs> coming, coming is the only thing. You know, it shouldn't be just that. Right. There's so many other things. Yeah. Yeah. And well, even that I've only heard about. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And there's there's also those like miserable few years in between going to the park and coming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this that's it's more than a few miserable years, I think. Sometimes <laughs> you, miserable years between coming. That's true. Yeah. It's so true. Even. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it it was. It's like this. Just watching, watching t- to to see this kid sort of like interact with other kids and fearlessly approach them, even adults. Just you know, I was standing back and and speaking to my sister, saying like, 
when does that stop? Because you don't just walk up as, you know, you, you become sort of closed off from people. You don't just walk up to a stranger and say, hey, let's go grab a drink. Or, you know, let's, let's you, you certainly don't say let's go to the swings. Uh, but maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe a different kind of swing. I don't know. But yeah. uh, I don't know. You, d- you do if you, yeah, if you're feeling if forward. You're Lester. Right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> or something. I don't know why I keep turning things into dark well you've inextricably linked sex, chris's sexual. nephew to sexual <laughs> no i didn't mean i for i would already moved on from the nephew oh, okay i okay. was just picturing myself in a park <laughs> fair enough yeah, yeah it's we're, we're walking a fine line here yeah talking to another adult mm-hmm. i only molest adults oh yeah <laughs> let's well, be clear on this consenting adults Ad- adults yeah. adults are the only people in a position to provide consent to yes be molested. that's exactly so. right yeah um I used to, uh, I used to think it was the funniest thing in the world that, like, languages with a Latin root often something that sounds like molest just means annoy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like I think, like, our word molest comes from the Latin word to annoy. But like, <laughs> well, to be fair, to be molested is pretty annoying. It's super <laughs> annoying. Are you kidding me? I mean, it can be other things. Yeah. But I you think know, it's, it's, I think it starts with get off of me. Yeah, yeah it, it starts it, with an annoyance. It's it's a lasting and ends annoyance. With a lawsuit, right? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> and that's and that's you know nobody wants that. No, we don't want to bring the light into yeah. this stuff. Um, well, Dave, tell us uh, tell us what's up with you. What's next for oh. uh, for the the great Dave Hill? Oh, thanks. Um, next for me, I go to Europe next week. Well, I go to London. London first, and then I. Because I guess you're London's touring not around a bit, right? What you're touring around? Yeah, spreading my seed. Sp- um, spreading your. I'm joy. going to London, <laughs> Oslo, Stockholm, and Amsterdam. Not that, in that order. That is that very exciting about. news. And ju- yeah. and just back from Australia. Yes. And f- and feeling it. Yeah, I'm horribly jet lagged. I feel like a bit of a wuss, but um, <laughs> I f- I'm just really uh, com- I mean, any time I've gone to that what is it the longitude right over that far it yeah. messes me up for a couple of weeks but um this has been particularly bad mm. it's tricky i uh yeah i had a job for the last i don't know for a couple of years i had a job where i was doing really extensive traveling i was back and forth across the country sometimes several times a month and uh i think it made me worse at traveling and not better like i I, it, the jet lag hit me harder and harder every single time. Yeah, it takes it out of you. Well, I don't really get it, really, in general. Like, if I go to Europe or whatever, I don't really get that messed up by it. You're but good to go. Yeah, I can just kind of bounce back. But when it's 15 hours time difference, yeah, that's, no that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Uh, Dave, do you spend a lot of time in London? I'd probably go... Yeah, a few times a year. Yeah, like, I guess yeah, two. To, I'd, let's say two to four times a year. And is is I know there's uh, at least there's part of this trip is like sort of a themed tour. Is is the whole thing the gallery thing or? Yeah, yeah, the whole thing is going to be the cool museums. So it should be interesting. <clears throat> um, to first, we've done it in London before. So give us the premise. What's yeah. the or if if you can. my friend Carl Arnheyer 
Arnheider. I always struggle to pronounce his name. He's one of my best friends in the whole world. <laughs> and I don't think I've ever said his last name without stumbling. <laughs> it's a tricky name to say. Well, way, like, way to keep up the streak. Yeah. <laughs> it's three consonants in a row. It's crazy. You get, it's it's a, a, it sounds like a Germanic. Yeah, it's a Nazi that's, derivative. That's what they're. That's what um, yeah, they're trying to keep. I don't keep know why I just went up. straight. I watched two Nazi documentaries last night. I just just it. unwound with a couple of Nazi documentaries. Yeah, take a load I like off. To, you know, Coast I just like to know I'm not alone in my beliefs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know why. I was just, you know, I've been trying to make myself tired, so I stayed up. <laughs> watching Nazi documentaries. Yeah. Triumph of the Will. Uh, <laughs> and drinking. Just, just knocks you right out, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, I only watch them for the tailoring. Yeah. yeah. The tailoring is it's great. It's impeccable. But uh, no, I shouldn't even say that. People, you can't even give them credit for the good tailoring. Yeah. Because, you know, at what cost? At what cost? But, um, yeah. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So Carl and I, <laughs> 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 we started a few years ago. Um, his idea to do tours of museums where we get a handful of comedians and each does, um, uh, you just do whatever you want, but you know, you can give a speech about an exhibit or a tour of an exhibit or a section. You each get like 10 or so minutes to do whatever you want. Somehow related to the museum or the art in the museum or somehow connect, you know, you can't just show up and do your, nightclub act or whatever sure. so um it, we started doing it. we did it in the med a bunch of times but I haven't been back there in a little while because there was an incident oh. so i hope we return and um then we've done it in london a couple times we've done it in san francisco and it's super fun um that sounds delightful i would uh i'd pay good money to go on such a tour well there's the irony because <laughs> it's really great and we have not figured out a way to monetize it, really, oh. because... Uh, this is the conundrum of our age. How do you monetize? <laughs> How do you monetize anything? And every and to be clear, everything must be monetized. Yeah. We're, we're wondering that about yeah. this podcast, mostly because uh, we each wind up buying a ton of booze every episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you got to get, like, uh, I don't know, doers on board. Yeah, we got to get... But then you got to drink doers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Doors is fine, I guess. I don't. I mean, yeah. I just, you guys just strike me as fancy, high-end guys. <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah. We, we basically want to find a way to not have it cost an arm and a leg that doesn't also compromise our ability to recommend things in a trustworthy way, which is tricky. Uh, yeah. Well, I gosh, now that I'm uh thinking about it you could i feel like you could get like a some distributor who oh, i'm gonna put you in everything. touch with somebody oh. I, I, I know maybe a guy like a, a coke dealer or somebody that just needed to like launder money you know oh there's that too yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean i don't know like what the output part would be but we could skim some off the top if we found something yeah. like that yeah well yeah. i mean it, the best thing to do is talk about laundering money and then put it into a podcast and hope that a lot of people listen well but yeah. but chris think about this if we were if we were you know really doing that would we talk about it no so we talk about it to make it seem what is the truth what truth exactly what truth is it uh so <laughs> so do you have like a, a potential uh, uh 
mon- monetizing model yet, Dave? Or no, it's just like... For people- the museum tour? Yeah, or for yeah. Your podcast? No, no. no <laughs> forget us for a minute. But for- I feel like I'm much closer to cracking the case on the po- on your podcast uh, you know what then then even us yeah. well you can join our team then we'd love to have you okay i would love it um no the museum show the thing with it is to go to any museum you're already spending whatever 15 dollars. sure and then to be like to, to what to be like oh pay this much more on top of that <laughs> is like you know well museums are free over there aren't they they might be i don't even know i think they Depen- are like galleries depends. and museums are i don't know about i don't know about like the scandinavian countries but i know in in they must be free in scandinavia because yeah. scandinavia is better Socialist than everywhere paradise, else yeah. in the world hmm. whatever is happening they're doing it better in scandinavia okay. i assure you yeah that goes from healthcare to fucking yeah, I mean, and everything in between. They're, they're <laughs> they have monetized the fuck out of their podcasts over there. Have they? Yeah. No, I have no idea. <laughs> no, but they're. I mean, they're they're just advanced. They're b- more attractive. They are everything statuesque because of the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Is it a short or a long list? Uh, when it, like when speaking of uh, between fucking and healthcare. Oh, the stuff in between. <laughs> yeah. Well. After I said it, I realized there's not that much in between. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. I should have spaced it out a bit. Mm-hmm. Healthcare and like, I don't know. Well, but if they, you pull something while you're fucking, you're gonna need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's always likely. Well, they, I don't know. They seem to just have it. Uh, in my limited Scandinavian experience <laughs> of Denmark and Norway and soon to be Sweden. Um, they do everything better. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, they're kind of famous for doing everything better. They, I mean, I was in a, I, there, every second when I was in Norway a few weeks ago, something would happen. Like I was in a bar with this guy and it was called Kniven, <laughs> Norwegian for knife. And he's like, oh, it's called knife because the owner was walking home one night and these guys were doing graffiti on his block. And he said, hey, don't do that. And they stabbed him for saying that. Holy wow. shit. Uh, which is negative. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have guessed that there was a street <coughs> crime of that kind there. I guess there is, but wow. not a lot of it. I mean. Yeah. I um, mean, we got, we got violent crime kind of on lock in this country. Yeah. Everywhere. And then, <laughs> but I guess, I guess the government was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry you got stabbed. Here's 20 grand. <laughs> and then he opened a bar with that money. Yeah, so that people can get drunk and fight each other. Yeah. <laughs> that is great. Perfect. I'm sorry he got stabbed too, but I'm glad how it all worked out for him. Yeah, yeah I mean, sorry to out. a point. Yeah. I mean, it's the best. Sounds like it was a good thing. Yeah. And then, I mean, everything. I shared a cab with two Norwegian comedians and like a goddamn hayseed. I was <laughs> like, here, here's some money for the cab. <laughs> and they were like laughing at me. They were like, um, we don't really do that here because uh, everyone's rich. And oh. why, why would you pitch in on a cab for something that cheap? <laughs> so it's almost offensive. Yeah, they were like, we don't. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, well, Ben, how about you? I'm what's, dying. What's happening with you this week? I've had a, um, I've had a stressful week guys because uh we just had tax day here in the us of a 
What do you guys do for taxes over there in Canada? Does that just... Uh... Well, first of all, you get a couple years behind, and then you th- think about it for two years, and then uh, then you catch up, and then you do the same thing again for the next two years. Oh, sounds sounds like you're talking about your personal plan and not like the <laughs> national. Well, good for you. Good uh, good ear there, Ben. Good ear. Uh, yeah. No, I, I can relate. I've, I've definitely uh, had a couple of years where... Just the thought of having my shit together was too stressful for me, <laughs> so I didn't yeah. do it. You know. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, tax taxes took a big, a big chunk of stress out of my life. I have a money. I have yeah, I have money stress, um, longevity. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I have a I have an accountant who is even more of a fuck up than I am. I want to say. <laughs> really? Sounds like he's yeah. in a good line of work. I sent I sent this lady all of my <clears throat> financial information like two weeks into January. I got I got it off the table and I was like, This is great. She's gonna tell me what I owe. I'll pay it like before January is out and sure enough I couldn't persuade her to get back to me until like the fourteenth of April. And then it was like I was like just as stressed out as if I'd left it to the last minute because somebody else did on my behalf <laughs> and i didn't even have enough money to pay all the taxes i owed so do I had you to file, still owe taxes yeah i had to file like an extension which uh shit not my was not my hope i i thought i i thought i'd uh planned sufficiently but i had not so i hear being a grown-up so, sucks dude it does i can't believe it sometimes yeah <laughs> I I had a conversation with my father a couple of years ago where I was talking Mr. to him Harrison? about yeah, Mr. Harrison. I was talking to him about how stressed stressed out I get when I think about money and uh I think uh I can't remember if he came to this realization or I did, but you know, I thought that at some point I would like, you know, have gone through the part of life where you figure that out and then you just understand how to do it and uh that has not been the case and and, and i feel like that's just like what adult life is is <laughs> being constantly kind of stressed about how money is going yeah. even if you're making money like you have to worry about like you know saving enough for taxes and putting it in the right places and all that stuff yeah it's a, it's a big goddamn nightmare like no matter no, I'm not a wealthy man, but I'm certainly have exponentially more money than I used to have. And yeah. I'm not, it's all a big fucking mess still. Yeah. It's all a big nightmare. I mean, sure, the outfits look better. Sure, I get it. <laughs> yeah, you got those grins and shoes everything on. Everything else is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, it's all a, it's all a facade to put everybody else at ease. So my drink for you, Dave, in honor of your trip to Europe, is the Aviation Cocktail. Which is, oh, wow. Which is a classic. Um, so it's uh, two ounces of gin, half an ounce of maraschino liqueur, half an ounce of fresh lemon juice, and uh, a quarter ounce of creme de violette. And sometimes you'll see quarter ounce of Ooh. maraschino liqueur on this. Um, I think uh, I'm... I have a bit of a sweet tooth, so you 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 <coughs> tell me when we're mixing it which which you prefer. But um, 
And then you can either garnish this with a flamed lemon peel or a maraschino cherry. So you'll I'd have like two. To f- I'll go flamed lemon peel on okay. that <laughs> nine times out of ten. Cool. Um, I, 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 I was hoping you'd say that. Um, yeah, so this is a kind of an interesting one. It um, first appeared in a book called Recipes for Mixed Drinks in 1916. And then it was reprinted in the kind of the granddaddy of cocktail books in 1930 called the Savoy Cocktail Book. Uh, That's the one that started it all? I, I think it's. I think it was the kind of the big smash hit cocktail book of the like of the cocktail era. Uh And um, it had an interesting uh, history because in the Savoy cocktail book, they accidentally didn't print it with the creme de violette. So it was just this gin and lemon juice and maraschino drink that was basically flat and uninteresting. And, uh, and, wasn't very popular as a as a result but then you know recently uh the original recipe has been rediscovered and it's kind of a stunning drink it's the creme de violette it sounds stunning kind of amazing purplish color creme uh, de violette yeah oh it has violets in it i'm like a detective i I crack the code of that you nailed it (laughs) the first time you said it i Chris and I have been doing research for months on what that is. You got it right out of the gate. Amazing. I for the first time I heard it for whatever reason I heard it sounded like it had vanilla in it because I just heard the V and I just finished the thought. Yeah. But you just tuned right out after the V part. Yeah, I was like, I got all I need on this. Um, Chris, what's your drink for for Dave? Dave, uh, your drink from me is the artist special. Uh, it's three quarter ounces Ooh. Sazerac straight rye whiskey, three quarter ounces Ooh, wow. of sherry, uh, half ounce of lemon juice, half ounce of, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce this, Ben. Do you know how? Grosil? Grosel? Grosel. Syrup? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a red an current. English thing, it, I think. It's a red cur- uh, current syrup. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Which can't is a, get it over here, so we're using grenadine in its place, you, right? Right. Apparently, it's really rare. Uh it's hard to find outside of the UK, and I read somewhere online that um, it's big in Portugal. You can get it in Portugal. So maybe next so Dave, time. When you go to Europe, get us set up with an exporter. Okay. We'll, we'll, the three of us will get into business together. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, you're just going to shake all the ingredients and strain into a cocktail glass. Uh, I didn't do the uh, amount of research that Ben did into this drink, but uh, I, it is of French origin, uh, I believe. Uh, and uh, that's it. That's where it ends. So boom. Yep. Um, cool. Well, so so Chris, uh, my my uh, drink for you is the Pim's Cup, another classic. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I love a nice Pim's Cup. So you're gonna take a half inch thick slice of cucumber, half inch thick uh, half inch lemon wheel, two ounces of Pim's number one. Four ounces of ginger ale, and I implored you to get nice ginger ale and not uh, junky uh, vending machine ginger ale. What, uh, what you uh, said uh, nothing that your mother would serve to you flat while you're sick in bed. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, and then uh, you garnish with a twist. So you're so gonna. I have a question. Yeah, yeah. Could you have ginger beer? I think so. Yeah, or I mean, is that I'm, I'm all for it. Now, do Pim's cups they sometimes make them with Seven Up also yeah. or sometimes. lemonade? Yeah, I mean, but that's for hillbillies, r- right? Yeah, hayseeds, as you might. Um, My other question, 
Sure. And I just need to get these out of the way. And I know this is not fair because it's a podcast and people don't know what I'm talking about. But one, is that a be- stuffed beaver? Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a stuffed beaver. Up there. Okay. <laughs> if people want to see the stuffed beaver, you can follow Chris B. Chicken on Twitter and look at his uh, his uh, Twitter avatar. It's a picture of the beaver that I currently have in my apartment. That wow. Looking at. There's another way that they can see it, too, Ben. The reason why that photo exists. Oh, yeah. Which is uh, the, the video uh, that music Ben directed. video that we made for uh, Nadia Camille. That, uh, oh, the one that you just did. Yeah. So uh, the beaver makes a cameo. The beaver, the beaver has a brief cameo. It's probably the most expensive <laughs> uh, two-second shot I've ever, I've ever done because we had to buy a beaver and have it shipped from Iowa. Is that the beaver? That's the beaver. Wow. Did you say it came yeah. from Ottawa? No, oh, Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, it's not an international beaver, Chris. <coughs> That's a shame. I I naturally assumed it was a Canadian beaver. Yeah, I think they're more strongly associated with Canada than the they. US. They are. They're like on uh, buildings and stuff. Yeah, I believe yeah. that the they're, they're on our nickel. They're on our uh, the Canadian one dollar coin is called the loony after a crazy beaver. <laughs> All it it it, it, it just takes one. Yeah, <laughs> totally. They ruined the reputation of beaver kind. Well, Ben, what do you, what is what's my drink? You you uh, go on and deliver my drink. Yeah, the Pim's cup. We already talked about it. Oh, so, that's right. Oh, I forgot. But let me tell you how to make it. Yeah. So you take all those ingredients I said all those days ago, and you're gonna muddle the cucumber and the lemon slices in a chilled highball glass. Then you're gonna pour in the Pim's and ginger ale, stir to combine, and then add some ice to finish to fill the glass and uh, garnish with your lemon twist. Can you have mint leaves in there as well, or no? Oh, I w- I would totally support that. I mean, I I recommended this to you, Chris, because it seems like a nice thing to be sipping on in the park. So I would say a mint leaf is only going to add to that. Mm-hmm. I I like a nice Pim's cup. Yeah, it's a good. We're get we're really uh, headed into Pim's season. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the time to be breaking out the Pim's number. There's one. a variety of Pim's though, different, right? Different Pim'ses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there the. The w- number, number one? one is the one that that's we're talking the about. one that started it all. Yeah, but then there's other ones. I have not encountered those. Yeah, yeah. There's like six, seven. I think they miss a bunch of numbers though. Oh, Are they really? inter- I could be wrong. There's a whole bunch of numbers that don't seem to make sense. Well, there's 57 varieties of Heinz. So. <laughs> oh, that's true. So it only yeah. mean it only be logical that Pims Do does Pims the same is thing. Trying to catch up. But can you mix? Can you use a different Pims for a Pims cup? I don't. I gosh, you've uh, you've run up against the the edges of our expertise. I don't know. What do you think, Chris? Have you tasted these other ones? Uh, I have not t- uh, tried the other Pims. No, but uh, any Pims cup I've ever seen is uh, Pims number one. Yeah. So I don't know. And what is Pims? No one knows. Nobody knows. Yeah. Apparently, only it's six it. people in the world know what is really <laughs> in it. Seriously, six people. That's what they say. That's the legend of Pims. I've heard that about so many different products. It's yeah. Did you know that if you leave the Pims out of a Pims cup, it tastes exactly the same? Wow. Does yeah. it still get you drunk? No. Oh, that's too No, I d- I'm That would only, be kind of a cool trick, I'm only right? guessing on that. <laughs> but I, I, I don't I'm think only... that Pims, it's only like 25% alcohol or something, isn't it? It's not very strong. Yeah. So well, is... that's 50 proof, though. Yeah, and that's I guess it's a good thing, too, if you're drinking them all night long in the summer or all day long in the summer. You know, you get a little mm-hmm. extra wiggle yeah. room there. Like yeah, you can have 70 of those things, <laughs> or yeah. at least you think you can. I think No, I think that's on the back of a Pim's bottle. 
Uh, all right, Ben, I'm going to give you your drink. Uh, What's my drink? Your drink is death and taxes. Uh, being the only two things you can count on in this life, of course. Um, it's inspired by the Brooklyn, which is a rye cocktail, and the income tax, which I wanted to give you first, uh, but is uh, that's a gin cocktail. Uh, it's one and a half ounces of gin, a half ounce of Lille Blanc, which is an aperitif wine, um, a half ounce of St. Germain, which is a reoccurring theme in this podcast. Yeah, uh, it sure is. One and a half bar spoons of... Amer Picon, which is uh, listed as bitters, and apparently is traditionally uh, it traditionally accompanies beer in France. Uh, yeah, Amer Picon is not available in the United States, but there's a really cool company called Bitterman's that makes something called Amer Nouvelle, which is supposed to be a very faithful uh, reproduction of it. What and you just put it in your beer? Yeah, I don't know. It just says it accompanies, so I don't know whether you s- you put Maybe it in you the get beer, like a shot of it or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, do you know, so I can't remember where I learned this, but I've tried it and it's good. Is uh, you put a shot of Campari in in a beer? Really? And hmm. it makes it, it like quite refreshing. Wow. Yeah. We're Think gonna have to try it. that one of these days. I've done it. I mean, it's good. You go like, oh, cool, this is nice, and then you have a whole pint of it. You're like, I wish it would stop tasting like this. <laughs> 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 so. Um. I don't know. Maybe don't do it. Yeah. Uh, so, so then you, uh, it's one twist of uh, orange peel flamed to garnish uh, and two dashes of bitters. And you're going to. We gonna... have two flamed yeah. citrus peels in this episode. This is great. Yep. And I think. Okay, folks, if you've never done this before, you're going to take your twist and you're going to angle it so that the out, outer part of the skin is facing toward a cigarette lighter. You're going to hold that all over your drink and then you just squeeze the twist. So that the oil from the skin sprays out through the flame, catches fire. It'll you'll you'll know you did it right when you see a little burst of burst Wait, of flame. Oh, so oh wow, this is more. So it's not simply just setting a peel on fire and throwing it in your drink. No, it's not quite that. Uh, maybe we'll do another vine of that. <clears throat> I'd like to see it. It's yeah. pre- it's pretty rock and roll. It's pretty. Uh, it's, it sounds know, pretty sweet. Spraying fire into your drink is a good a good thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of sweet, Chris, did you uh, did you omit the the sweet vermouth from your list? I didn't hear you say it. Oh, for the death and taxes? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad Is you're that uh, not in there. I'm glad you're double checking. I, I I'm following along here. Good. Well, uh, no, I didn't, but I was getting to that. I'd like to add the you know I like to oh, keep good, you good. guessing. <laughs> so you want to put sweet vermouth in there? The measurement, I'm not sure, Ben. I'm sure you can tell us. Um, is it half an ounce? Yes, it is. Hey. <laughs> uh, okay, so you just want to put that into a mixing glass, stir, strain into a chilled coupe, and garnish. Boom. What's a coupe? That's like um, I mean, I know, I know. I just want to hear you say. I had it. to look sure. it up, it's, Dave. It's, so it's, don't a, worry. it's a cocktail glass that's shaped like Mary Antoinette's boob. Oh, like a like a tube sock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I don't. What? Uh, yeah, a cu- a perfectly. Yeah. Did she have nice boobs? Well, very small if the coupe glass is to be believed. But oh. apparently, that's, <laughs> I have no that's what it's supposed to be shaped like. Oh, I mean, Good that's probably know. apocryphal bar lore. But and one here, of and the here, running we th- themes on this show is that we are adding to the world's supply of apocryphal bar lore. I mean, and here, all of our else. listeners were just thinking you're being a sexist pig, but it's uh, it's it's actual history. Is that right? 
It's what I'm told <laughs> by some drunk I, somewhere like to, sometime in my life. I'd like to think it's true. Yeah, it's one of those things where if you find out it's not true, it would be a real disappointment. We're, we're back. We're potting it up. Um, I convinced Dave to operate the vine while uh, I flamed our uh, one of our peels. So you'll did, be able did to. Did that take some doing? Did that take some doing? Or? Well, Dave's a huge star, so I it took some guts to even ask him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, good I, for you. I will fucking destroy you. Yeah. If I'm not, <laughs> well, not, if I'm not in the right mood. That's that's. <laughs> the I mean, risk people I should run. People should know that uh, Dave is you, Dave. You look really, really comfortable. I mean, you look yeah like the the you're in a pocket of cool right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm right right where I need to be. Well, I I, I didn't want to bring this up on the show, but. I did get a call from the hotel room that we put Dave up in last night, and mm-hmm. they said that you trashed the presidential suite. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, well, Waldorf Astoria, which but they did say that they didn't see anyone, anyone coming or going, so he was just by himself. I trashing. was in there, and about I was in there about a half an hour when I realized <laughs> that at least half the place was covered in semen. Oh. <laughs> but you I, brought you brought your I didn't uh, have your the energy to finish to, uh, the rest. Oh. What? <laughs> you, you brought your uh, your woods light and your Yeah. Uh, gosh. Well, I'm sorry we put you in, in such an unclean uh, hotel. Every, Shame no, on you, Waldorf Astoria. covered in semen and feces yeah. everywhere in the world. And if it's not, it will be yeah. <laughs> by the time I'm done with it. We should yeah. We should really like not so much talk about what is as what isn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got something that's not covered it'll in semen. Take less pieces. time to explain it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's drink up, guys. Yeah. yeah get in. Wait, there. which drink should I grab first? You do whatever, whichever one is ca- uh, calling to you. Uh, uh, cheers, Dave. Cheers. Dink. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. Mmm. Death and taxes, all in one <laughs> glass. Oh wow. <clears throat> What is this that I'm drinking? You're drinking the uh, aviation there. Is it disgusting? On one level, um, <laughs> but no, not really. Let's think. I've I I did a dry run with a gin that I am not that wild about last night with mm-hmm. the aviation, just to make sure I felt like I knew how to make it. And um, I was thinking it might be an awful drink, but. I wasn't sure if that was the gin or the drink. What do you think, Dave? I'm taking dainty little sips of it. Um, I think it's good. I think it's the sort of thing if I were to finish it, I'd probably think it was really good and want more. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I would think that everyone was enjoying my company. <laughs> um, sure. And I would be wrong about all those things. Well, they say, <laughs> but, that, um, they say that one... One aviation is not enough, two is too many, and three is not enough. <laughs> I would say that's probably, yeah, it's in that category. Okay. It's good, but yeah, it strikes me as um, the kind of drink that the next day I would be like, oh my God, I have to make so many phone calls. <laughs> you know, emails. Yeah, I hate it when a drink I signs me up for a bunch of phone calls. <laughs> what? When a drink, you know, 
necessitates me making a lot of phone calls is the yeah. worst. Yeah. That's why I, I just want to be able to drink it and enjoy it. Yeah, I keep it pretty simple. Yeah, Beer and be wine big... and uh, occasional scotch. But even that, I tend to make home court advantage. Yeah. So you're not much of a cocktail guy then, I take it. I ca- you know, I like uh, Pimm's Cup. Mm. I, li- oh, yeah, I like the avi- aviator. Don't get me wrong. It's more the liability sure. that I become. <laughs> As you. Uh, that's the problem. Mm. Like vodka. Oh, I just feel like... Everyone needs to hear what I'm saying, you know? Like when I, dr- for a while I was like, I'm going to be a guy that drinks vodka on the rocks and that'll be my thing. Right. And then I was just like, uh, I had so many apologies to make so yeah. quickly that I just stopped doing it. Let's, what's this I'm adding? So that one is the, uh, that's Chris's uh, submission. That's the artist special. Artist special. Okay. Um, I wanted to say this last week when uh, Josie was on the program, but I didn't because of uh, her penchant for getting into politics. But uh, Winston Churchill famously said, life is too short to drink vodka. He was an anti-vodka man. Yeah. I I don't know if that was part, you know, just because of the geopolitics of the time or. Yeah. Well, if it's, if that aside, if it's straight up drink, I think I side with Churchill. Yeah. Uh, On that one issue. That and yeah, not, yes. not appeasing. What is this? This is the artist's way? The artist's signature? The artist's artist special. special. The artist's hmm. special. I can't even hold that in my head. On the one hand, it seems a little dainty. Yeah. But on the other, it sounds, it tastes like uh, something an old drunk man should be drinking. Sure. Yeah, like while, while painting. Well, tell me this. It's I mean, how do, you think they, how do you think they pair with the the grand tour of europe that you're about oh to great great they're perfect <laughs> okay so no they're gr- well they're they're both very like sort of celebratory i guess that's the thing i feel like i have uh some more things i have to accomplish today yeah and because of that rather than just owning up to my responsibilities for the day are not done yeah <laughs> That's what I you're should put, be addressing. Putting, yeah. So, no, so put them in the great. context of the. Yeah. Like I could say, I think both of them are uh, great. Like going, uh, yeah, of going to Europe with my my uh, steamer trunk. Yeah. Of are stuff. you taking a steamer ship? I maybe should have given you an aviation. If, uh. Yeah. No, I'm I'm t- <laughs> I'm going on a a fancy aeroplane. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, they're both really good. I mean, I, I'm. I'm into them. Okay. All right. I, so I think well, I think the thing is, am I into them at four o'clock on a Thursday? Not, not as much so, as I would so be. Yeah. Well, what do you, uh, what, if, if even you, if you had to pick one for your for your coming trip, which which would be the if you if you knew that you could only like from the second only you get have to JFK one. and all the way through Europe, if you could now only take, have one and take a whole bunch of pressure off yourself because it doesn't <laughs> matter. Okay. Just it doesn't matter. <laughs> I would have to say that th- I think the aviation one, I could probably, if I had to have, say commit to having seven of something. Yeah, aviation. That would be the one. Yes, victory, Harrison. Um, this is great news for me because I lost last week, and uh, that puts us back at even. 
So, uh, but really, it's the rye is that you know. Yeah. Well, you blew it. Think you if blew you put it, rye in something. That's exactly the like you say, Ben. It's the risk we take, not knowing ahead of time the preferences of the uh, the yeah. guest. So, that's uh, if you well, had a if you had a rye man like John Hodgman. Oh. You you, you that drink would have won, I think. Yeah. We but should, I'm not. We should get him on the show, but. Uh, he would be a good, yeah. He would be good. He's, he's probably the, probably he, get more listeners he's too. Prob- he's probably the white whale guest. Um, he's did elusive. you just call John Hod- Hodgman a white whale? I know that was that sounded racist, <laughs> but it wasn't meant to be. Well, he is white, and let's be honest. And when he goes to the <laughs> casino, he fucking bets big. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's not sitting at the dollar blackjack table. No, no, he's a wealthy man. <laughs> I mean, compared to me. Compared to anybody, anybody in the present company, um, Ben. Ben, how does your drink uh, suit your tastes and uh, situation? Boy, it's really putting uh, putting my mind at ease. I have I have a lot of, you know, I have a lot of stress around this since I didn't have enough to satisfy Uncle Sam this year. Mm-hmm. You know what it means is the next twelve months I will be saving up for next year's taxes. Excuse me, excuse me. It's a nice my, my tradition is to burp into the microphone on this I show. I love it. What um, is your drink? This is the Death in Taxes. You want to take a sip? It yeah. looks like, no offense to the other drinks, but it does look like the best drink. I think it might be. Um, yeah. You really nailed it with this one, Bowman. Um, I have to save up to finish this the taxes. This is the best drink. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it's the most, um, I feel like I'm less worried about its effects on me yeah well that's the that's <laughs> where you gotta be careful battle. you know like it I'm can like, like lull you into a false sense of security yeah the other two all i think about are the problems later right. <laughs> whereas that one i can actually be like oh that's quite nice yeah i mean it's, it sounds to me like you're a responsible drinker dave i try to be you know <laughs> i just you know at least th- at thursday uh thursday at four yeah. o'clock here yeah i've you know i brought it down if you've caught you know dave hill of six months ago I would have been uh, one of the next round already. This is back before you were a huge radio star. Yeah, I'm a huge radio star now, and <laughs> I have some responsibilities yeah. that it, go beyond, you know. You're you're just kind of constantly in the, in the public eye. I mean, we had to physically yeah. shove your your public away from the door when you came in to record this. I'm famous <laughs> enough. Let's say I'll own up to being famous enough that I should think twice about picking my nose in public. Sure. I don't. I just do it. I am so unfamous that I can safely pick my nose and eat it in public on stage. <laughs> oh, which wow. You, which you yeah. do regularly. That's brazen. No, it occurred to me. It's one of my favorite snacks. I mean, not anywhere, but, you know, it occurred to me that I figure, you know, people stop me in public, not every second of every day, but enough Yeah. that I figure, okay, there must be the occasional person that spots me and it's like, oh, that's Dave. And doesn't come up to you. Yeah, and I could be picking my nose right. in that moment, <laughs> so I probably shouldn't. Yeah, well, I'd, I want you to know, Dave, that if I ever saw you in public, I would come up to you and say hi. I would think it would be weird if you didn't, because yeah. I'd be like, why is Ben not saying hello? <laughs> <laughs> what have I done to offend him? Was it because I was just picking my nose? <laughs> yeah. Um, well. Do you ever do that, though? I've done this, like, I think twice in the past week. Be- I think going back to the jet lag, I've just been so exhausted yeah. that I've seen people on the subway, yeah. and I've thought, oh, 
I should say hello to them and have a quick chat. But I've been so just like, ugh. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. I don't have the energy to do this. And they're over there. And I feel like we could get through this ride without me doing it. This this may end our friendship, Dave. But You've um, done that to me. No, I... <laughs> I find no greater joy in life than when I am with somebody who says we and we see a third person and they say, Oh God, there's X. I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> and I will move heaven and earth to force a conversation between those two people. Really? That is that is like like it's the only really cruel thing that I do oh. that brings me joy. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, there's I was almost- on a subway with like a friend. Uh, a couple of years ago, and we saw a uh, an old professor from college, and he was like, "Oh my God, there's you know, there's our old professor, uh, Professor X." And uh, I was like, I, "I was, you know, I stopped him on the subway platform. My friend was trying to duck behind a, a you know, a column, get out of the way." And I was like, "You remember? You remember Brendan?" <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, awesome. God. Well, I can't. I can't really think of anyone. There, there's I, I, there's not really anyone I don't like. Sure, you know you have no enemies. I've, I have enemies. I mean, there's a lot of you know, let's there's a lot of chicks out there. Sure, who've <laughs> been you know I've broken a lot of hearts. Sure, sure, <laughs> a lot of a lot of ladies hate me. Mm. But um, well, you know, there's only so much Dave Hill to go around. Yeah, exactly. And this, you know, this guy's off the market. Mm-hmm. Not, not available anymore. Yeah, not even to myself. but uh yeah no but jen no so when i the people that i saw i'm like oh i really like that person but i'm so tired and just sitting here i can't yeah wave at them and be like hey 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 yeah there's got to be somebody maybe this is what red bull and vodka is supposed to be but there's got to be a way to like combine the energy increase you get from coffee with the social lubrication you get from alcohol about the like, stupid part of alcohol or the having yeah. to shit yourself part of coffee. Well, yeah. What is? Wh- <laughs> I saw some. <laughs> There's a payoff. I'm you know? sure this is like a known saying because it's like one of those like Benjamin Franklin like beer is proof that God loves us or whatever. <laughs> but I saw this somewhere. I think when I was in Australia, like a sign outside of a bar said like beer makes us feel how we should feel without beer. <laughs> and I was like, that's exactly right, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, alcohol in general. That's really profound, Australia. But why <laughs> why is that? Why can't we just Why can't we just feel great all the time? Yeah. Well, why not? Yeah, why why do we wake up and have to reinvent the wheel every day? <laughs> what is that about? <sighs> Such a nightmare. I, I'm not sure, but I, I know for sure that I have uh, served enough Red Bull and vodka to people that approach the bar already grinding their teeth. Uh, oh, from from cocaine? Yeah, yeah or, or whatever else, whatever other drug does that to you. I'm told um, that does. I don't. I don't. I say that like I know when someone's on coke, but I don't. I don't. Yeah, I I'm, think I'm, I just see the grinding of the teeth, and I know that so, they're on something. Yeah. And. Uh, but That's a bad look. They do. They drink Red Bull and vodka to the point of you know you can almost see like the fiber of their being coming apart. Like they're vibrating so much that they're like almost leaving this plane and reappearing in another. Yeah. And well, Chris, <laughs> Chris, next time that happens, 
cut them off. What you sh- no, no. Yeah. What you should do is ask them who their hookup is, and then go ask them if they need to launder money through our podcast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there yeah. There we go. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Chris, we got a uh, we got a tweet from uh, a loyal listener, Adam Pranica, and um, he's uh, excuse me, I'm burping again. He's uh, recently obtained a house, mm-hmm. and he needs something. He needs something that he can, you know, have have standing by on the porch while he's uh, mowing the lawn and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, we're we're cruising into the summer. He wants something that he can have. Um, you know, to keep him company in between lawn mowing sashes and kid kid rearing sashes, probably. <laughs> um, so he came up with the uh, Kuiperinha, and uh, and uh, we were thinking a pitcher would probably be the way to go. Just you know, get get a pitcher out. And you're gonna cut up three limes into eighths. So you just got a whole mess of lime wedges at the bottom of this pitcher. Then you're going to pour in half a cup of sugar. You're just going to muddle that up until the sugar is as dissolved as you can get it in the lime juice. Then you're going to add a cup of cachaça, which is sort of the Brazilian version of white rum. Um, I'm sure we'll get hate mail for me saying that. <laughs> uh, and then uh, you'll, you'll just stir that up to blend and then add some ice and give it another stir or two. And you can just keep that pitcher on hand um, you know that'll be four nice glasses. This of is this guy's drink or your drink? Well, we're recommending it to a to a, 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 a friend and listener. I'm not gonna. I'm not calling you a pussy. Okay. But by sounds way, like you <laughs> might be. <laughs> you are winding up to call me a pussy. But to cut a to for a lawn. Well, I'm just saying, like all day he's gonna be sitting out. There. Oh, it's a oh he's cutting a lawn all day. Well, he's like he's probably <laughs> he's probably got like I mean. Adam Adam Pranica has probably got like a nice a nice big lawn on his property. He's gonna get up. He's gonna do the north the north lawn. Oh, okay. Then he's gonna you know take a take a breather on the on the porch. But wouldn't he be wasted? Mop his well. Come on, that's what yard work <laughs> like, is for. On the does he have a riding mower at least? <laughs> I, I think that's Either way, to, to do a light, uh, riding mower while. While drinking cachaça. By the end of that picture, the lines are not going to be very straight on this lawn. <laughs> That's okay. He can't get a job in a ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> he um, could if he wanted to, like, sort of, uh, speaking of reinventing, you know, you could, this is this is how we manicure our baseball diamond. We just cut it whatever the fuck way we want, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. He could be kind of like the impressionistic baseball lawnmower. Yep. Well, uh, the art is special. Um, yeah. And hopefully, uh, hopefully that works for you. Yeah. Let us know either way how it goes. Yeah. That sounds good or like bad. a good one. Send us a send a send us a pick if you make the drink. Like you couldn't just recommend I get this I know this is blasphem- blasphemous what I'm about to say. Okay. But you couldn't just say like have a shandy or something. Yeah, see, a, this is what this is what he said. He kind of he kind of prompted us saying like I know that the traditional drink is just to have a beer. Oh, he wow. said that. Yeah, so he knows oh, he knows okay. that it's like it's just as easy to crack a beer and I mean okay. on a hot summer day that's what you want but yeah. we thought we'd kind of uh okay next level it, it. yeah yeah next level it that's, i like it yeah. mm-hmm. 
So he I don't know why I lashed out at you and called you a pussy for saying. <laughs> I don't know why. See, well, I'll tell you why. Okay. <laughs> because I've had two sips of the aviation drink <laughs> and the artist's brain, whatever yeah. thing. I don't know why I can't remember the names. Yeah, I can't either. Artist, the artist, because the artist's way is like... Artist uh, special. That's that book. Yeah. I, I mean, that's that comes to mind. Yeah, the yeah. artist special. What did you say? The artist's signature pen. I don't know. We've all kinds of different... Uh, yeah, we're blowing it. We're, we're doing a bad job today. No, yeah. you guys are great. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to cut around a whole lot of bullshit. <laughs> no, gonna, I'd say it's warts be a three and all. Three-minute episode. It's just gonna be. It's just gonna be <laughs> the parts where Dave was talking and not the parts yeah. where we were talking. Cut That's out, right. So cut out all the racist stuff that you were saying about John Hodgman before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll have like a yeah, like you say, we'll have a 15-minute episode with a 45 minutes of bonus uh, material. Bonus somewhere. racism yeah. material. Yeah. 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 Um, well, um, we so I didn't tell you, I didn't tell you how I liked my drink, but that's okay. Because oh yeah. Let's, no, but let's it's the same thing. It. It's the same as last week. It's, it's, you know, what is there to say about a Pimm's cup that hasn't already been said? Yeah, it's true. I mean, it, I am standing at a playground drinking a Pimm's. So that says more than the drink can say, I guess. But, mm, uh, yeah. you know, I better drink that thing and get the hell out of there. Sure. I like a nice Pimm's cup. It, yeah, really, it was delicious. I was going to say what it makes me think of, but, uh. It's that seems in poor taste. It's it's a lewd thing. Yeah, because it just strikes me as like fun in the sun, sort of afternoon. Yeah, girls in summer dresses, and you know, you end up maybe finger blasting one of them. Yeah, that's what a summer but dress you should is cut that out. For. That's in poor taste. <laughs> no, that's what I think of when I think of a pimp's cup. Finger Not that I've ever like the greatest thing in in the entire world. Yeah, what are you talking about how See, is that possibly in poor taste? I don't know. It just seems like something a gentleman shouldn't say. Oh, well, we're we're all gentlemen here. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's underrated. Yeah, finger, finger blasting. blasting. People frown upon it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm a champion of it, especially since it got renamed to finger blasting from fingering. Well, I've I've softened it. Finger blasting, I feel like, is the gentlemanly way of saying nothing. <laughs> I, in my experience, if you say fingering in mixed company, people do not like it. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, they do not like it. In my experience, yeah, fing- I, I like that. There's more than one occasion that you've done that, where you you can sort of you have like a chart of yes and no. Is it good or a bad thing? Oh man, it yeah. just really it. Uh, I would say second to like. Uh, I don't even want to. Just it's maybe one of the worst things that you can say, (laughs) and I think it's unfair. All the other words that people get mad at, I totally agree. Don't say those words. But fingering, fingering, you know, everyone wins. It's done. Everyone wins. (laughs) Uh, Well, you can uh, request drinks from us. And the way that Adam Pranica did and so many thousands before him by tweeting at Drink About It uh, or uh, at Benjamin R, that's A-H-R, or uh, at Crispy Chicken. Uh, and uh, yeah, thanks so much for listening. And uh, thanks, uh, Jim, for uh, Jim Black for doing the, uh, doing the honors over there. I'm, I, I just I got caught up because I can only see like an eighth of his face <laughs> <laughs> through the uh, through the Skype cam over there. So I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know why I, that stalled me. 
And thanks to Paul Watling for the artwork and to Graham Walsh for the music. And yeah. of course, last but not least, Dave Hill. Oh, Dave Hill. You got thank a, you so thank much. You, guys. you got any plugs that you can you can uh, throw throw in the mix? Oh yeah, the Euro Tour. Go to fancymeetingyouhere.org, not .com as I thought it was. Yeah, it's .org. Fancy Shows meeting you here. Tate Modern, British Museum, and then. And also, anyway, go to the website. Yeah. It's uh, j- uh, April 25th through May 4th, European Invasion, Art, Fingering, and other stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to be the first to say that if, if you don't, if you are in a position to go to any of these things and you don't, you, you're really missing out. Yeah. They feel really as good as it gets. What with our six or seven new English listeners uh, on account of Josie Long last week? I mean, we've got people yeah. in London now. So. Dude, are you kidding? Our yeah. maj- the majority of our listener base is in I England know. now. I don't want to give ourselves too much credit. I, it's I'm not Josie's, kidding. It's I Josie's at, doing. I looked at the stats. It's all Josie's doing, obviously. But Yeah. yeah. Well, there's Londoners I mean, uh, yeah. on the show. Who's doing it? Tom Meaton, John Kearns. Whoa. Londoners, uh, Maeve Higgins of Ireland. Oh, is doing oh, it. currently of Brooklyn. Now of Brooklyn, Lars Barham and Martin Bayer Olsen of, of Norway, and me and Carl are gonna do it. And then I think some other folks along the way. What else? So that, yeah. Then the goddamn Dave Hill show every yes. Tuesday night, nine to midnight WFMU. Eastern time on WFMU. Oh man, that's and if you want to hear if you want to hear some like sweet noodling on the guitar, tune in. Yeah. Top of the show, you just melt <laughs> your face right the fuck off. It's like being on at Guitar Center. Yeah, it is a little <laughs> tricky to listen to three hours of radio when your face is melted in the first yeah, know, two exactly. and a half minutes. That's just cover it, like you know, just that's maybe put up flame. a heat shield across your ears or something, and then don't worry about your face. Just keep your ears intact. That's yeah, what you need. exactly. Or you know, it, uh, it's on I- iTunes also, but. There's less rock. They cut it out. Oh. Never something. So that I don't know. Those more, things. More talk, less rock, which is. Yeah. Yeah. More talk, less rock. Yeah. Most people uh, look for that. In a, in a show. Sure. <laughs> yeah, okay. Those... Well, on that note. <laughs> oh, read my book, Tasteful News. Oh, Tasteful News. But not plugging now. I'm plugging that for almost two years. Oh, you know what you, we should plug is Dick and Dave, the uh, smash hit video series. Oh yeah, featuring Dave Hill and Dick Cavett. Yes, um, which I had a uh, a small hand in. You had uh, you had make. a huge hand. You directed, shot, and edited. Yeah, you. I did the color wouldn't, correction. Wouldn't exist. <laughs> so you're being modest, Ben. I had a small yes. hand. Well, I didn't do any of the talent part which is why it's right. fun to watch right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I did all the other parts <laughs> um, cool guys well thanks so right. much for listening and uh, we will be back at you new- next week with two new life events and two new drinks yes. if not more bye bye everybody cool. Basically, looks like an old school towel to public restroom towel dispenser. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. That uh, some kids have been fussing with, and it's the towels have come all the way out. Only the dispenser part is missing. Yeah, <laughs> is yeah. invisible, and at the bottom of it is 
some weird thing <laughs> that looks like it would be the eyeballs of a shitty robot. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>